Blog Talk Radio. Well, hello, this is George Gamon, and I apologize. I couldn't get into the studio. The site's not working very well today. Finally, a little bit of persistence. And the music's still in the background. It's just this whole thing is blog talk is all kind of messed up today. So I'm going to jump in the show. I'm going to try to open the chat room. My whole fiasco started trying to start a chat room earlier. Nothing would work. And then I tried restarting it, and it just didn't work. So I will try the chat room again. What we're going to talk about and what I will get into, if you want to call in, what we can talk about today. Oh, things are working again. I even got a chat room to work, I think. Maybe. I don't know. Okay. So you want to come into the chat room. We're going to talk about this whole concept about don't stop believing you, you get what you need, what you can get what you need. Don't stop believing you can get what you need and you want. Okay, that's what we're going to talk about today. So hopefully you'll enjoy the show. Hopefully if you have any calls, if you want to hear a little bit more about promote, getting what you want in life, what, what, what what's your spirit guide going to say about that? What is it your ancestors going to say about that and getting what you want? Now the show is going on, normally it would be an hour, but now we're, what, 47 minutes into it or something? No, 13 minutes into it. So if you want to call in, let's do that. Let's see what your spirit guides or your ancestors or my spirit guides. And you know what? I think I'll start the show. We're going to talk about, well, we're going to talk about getting what you want. And I thought there was a couple articles I wanted to share. Six reasons you should never get up on your dreams no matter what. I think that's a good idea, right? Nine famous people who inspire you to never get up on your dreams. And then I have another one. It's about 10 successful stories of people who refuse to quit pursuing their dreams. So if you're getting into a Monday and it's getting towards the holiday season and you're kind of a little discouraged, well, I'll never get there. I never get, I, you know, we all go through that from time to time. And then the, another article is about, what is it about? Your dream, seven reasons not to give up on your dreams. So. That's kind of the theme of the show. That's kind of where I'm going with it today. So if you want to get involved, if you want a message from Spirit about your dreams and your goals and how to achieve it, the how part's really important, isn't it? So what I will do now, wow, it's kind of a weird start. Finally, it came online. I can't believe that finally the show is actually working. And if you want to join me in the chat room, if you have any questions of Spirit, and what I will do is I will start today's show by channeling my spirit guides. That's a good thing, right? I don't know if you can hear me or not. Let me just check something. Oh, I don't know if I can hear you. Sometimes this thing, my sound system acts a little funny, and so I'm double-checking something. Okay. Yeah, it's working. I just don't though the output is working. So if you want to call me, that's cool. I think everything's working correctly. All the technology is where it's supposed to be. So I'm just going to wait for your calls. That's cool, right? And, yeah, or you chat room. But I, what I will do now is let my spirit guides talk to you about this whole thing about not believing, not quitting on what you believe in or your goals, your dreams, your ambitions, and see what they have to say. And then I'll come back in a few minutes and take your calls and or do some articles, all of the above, on why not 
stop? Why ever stop? Why should you ever stop pursuing your dreams, right? That's what we're all about today. So I'm going to go away. My spirit group is called Sarah. And it's a group of spiritual teachers and masters that come together. And they want to share something with you, to you about this idea of achieving your goals, your dreams. Every day in your life, in your human experience, you have goals and dreams every day. They may be very simple. Go to lunch. What are we going to have for lunch? Your goal for the day is lunch. You have longer range goals. I want to get married someday. I want to have children someday. I want to get this job that I really, really want. I want to move to this area. So your life is constantly about goals and dreams and things so what George brought up today was the idea of why stop believing. Why ever stop believing in your dreams, your goals, your intentions? Why shouldn't why should you give up? Well, he'll get into some articles on this, but we'll give you one one really good reason you should never give up is because source, the universe never gives up on you. We never give up. We never give up trying to bring to you or making an effort to bring to you the things that you want and need. Your goals, your dreams, your your desires. The universe is always providing a means to achieve those goals. Okay, so why should you never give up? Because there's always at this end in the spiritual spectrum a answers that are being given out to you on how to do it every day. Whatever dream it is, whatever goal it is, it could be simple, it could be large, whatever it is. We spirit will never give up on you so that you can and so that you can achieve your goals. No. But then you would say, but I haven't achieved them yet. I haven't reached them yet. And we would say to you that you're not in alignment with your goals. You're not vibrationally matching with your goals, your dreams. What example we like to give is it's a, it's a rather interesting thing. It's if letting go a problem is really important here. Letting go of the problem situation or, or the problem itself. How will I ever get to that? How will I ever create that dream? However I will ever meet that person or start that business, how can I ever do that? And once you give up on the how part, once you you surrender it, sometimes even walking away from it, that the universe can open it up to you. It can allow it to happen. Because once you sit in, we've talked about the problem thing. Problem, sitting in problem stage just will not get you anywhere. Because you're worried, you're upset, your vibration is low. You'll never achieve your goals being in problem. But once you surrender, let it go. Just say, okay, I don't know how to achieve this. You show me how. Let it go. And get busy with your life and what you're doing. Now, George has some examples of people. A lot of them are writers. And they had a goal in writing a book. So instead of getting obsessed about, worried about how it's going to happen, how they can ever get this published, they continue to write. They continue to work on their manuscripts. They continue to work on their books. They continue to work on their goals. They continue to put an energy into achieving whatever they wanted to achieve. 
And the same with you. Whatever your thing is, you, you, you put an energy into, well, let's say you want a relationship. Well, you're putting energy into yourself to be prepared for a relationship, right? You're, you're looking at what you didn't have, what you had in the past that didn't work, and you're looking at contrast. You're looking at yourself, looking at mm, what I did this and I could have done that. And you're moving your energy into a place of being in a relationship because you're realizing, I need to make these changes. I need to look at it a little differently. I'm refocusing my energy. I'm looking at the positive. I'm looking at allowing a relationship to come to me. I'm not going to get hung up on the problems in the past. I'm going to let go of those old relationships and those old situations that never served me. I'll see the contrast in it, but now I can tack up what I do want, post what I do want based on what I didn't what I had in the past that didn't work for me. That's it being in solution. Solution mode is preparing yourself for it, doing what you can need, what you can do in your life to attract it, to allow it to happen in your life. And letting go any anxiety that's related to that goal, that dream, that desire. The more anxiety, fear you hang on to the more difficult it is for the universe to bring you because you're out of alignment, vibrational alignment with that goal. So if you, if, there's a lot of great articles here. And the great articles are going to show you that other people can do it. If they can do it, you can do it. If they can achieve it, you can achieve it. If they can reach their goals, you can reach your goals. We would say the first thing about that is how does your goal feel to you? What does it feel like? What is the emotional attachment to you have your goal? Does it feel okay or does it feel great? Does it feel really good? Not in the frustration mode. Not in, well, it hasn't happened yet, so I'm really frustrated. No, it's when you think about your dream, the relationship, the new job, the new career, the new business, how does it feel to you? Are you excited about it? Are, are you looking forward to it with, with a great deal of pleasure? If you're in those modes of feeling really good about your goal and what you want to achieve, and it feels so real to you, and it feels like something, yeah, I can do that. There's no problem with that. I can do that. I can be in love. I'm a lovable person. I can achieve that goal, that business, because I'm really good at it. I know what I'm doing. I am open to guidance on how to get it done, but I know I can do it. It's, this is my skill set. This is my mission in life is to accomplish this. And so you go there and you, and you stay in that vibration. You stay in that vibration. I know I can do this. I'm just going to work at it a little bit more. I'm going to put some energy into it. I'm going to work on my business plan or I'm going to work on developing the product a little bit more or developing myself a little bit more. Just knowing that the universe is going to open up opportunities, but if I can continue to focus on what's the most pleasurable part of my goal, right? What's the most pleasurable part of my goal? What do I really enjoy doing? What, what makes me feel good? If you focus there, then the rest of it can flow to you. But if you get frustrated, anxious, anxiety about it, fear about it, you know, as we talked about the writers, they continue to write. They don't stop writing. 
even though they don't know how it's going to get published, they don't stop writing. They continue to write and continue to do it. So George just has some examples of that. So we would encourage anyone who has a goal and dream to realize that we will never stop giving it to you. The universe source will never stop bringing that to you. But again, it's about alignment to it, being in a vibrational alignment with what you want, what your goals are, and being really enjoy what you're, the process of doing it. Get into that feel-good space. This feels good. I love doing this. I, I can do this, this for, you don't even have to pay me, I would do this. Maybe that's the best attitude, isn't it? Even if you, I just love doing this. This is just fantastic. I feel so good about doing this. I feel so good about helping people in this way or creating these things or doing this or whatever it might be, right? I help, help. I love helping other people and extending myself out to other people and showing kindness and showing whatever I do really, really well. Stay with that attitude. Stay with that and that thing of, oh, yeah, this is really great. I love this. Really, really want to continue doing this. Even in a relationship, I love being in a relationship, right? I really enjoy. What's? Why do you want to be in a relationship? What unselfish things are there for you in in a relationship? Think about that. Why do you want to be in a relationship? What acts can you do that are very unselfish in a relationship? Where can you extend kindness in a relationship? Go from that perspective. Go from that point of view of what you can do in a relationship to make a relationship great. What have you learned about relationships? What do you, how would you do it differently? How would you do it so the relationship is full of love and caring and appreciation? Focus on that. You'll have it. We'll never stop sending it to you. You just have to be in alignment with it. That's simply put. We'll leave you there. Bye. Okay, I'm back. They just wrote me a little note about the page and so that. Okay, so I think I'm here. I'm live. You're not with me, but that's okay. And I have to write back blog talk radio. Okay, so I'm here. So we're going to talk about that. So what, what's going on with your goals? What are what are you doing? What do you, what do you need to believe in? What, how can I help you? How can spirit help you to achieve that whatever it is that you're looking for? How can you do that? So let's get into some articles. Um, seven reasons not to give up on your dreams. I like this. Oh, let me do the other one. Six six reasons you should never give up on your dreams, no matter what. I like the first one. What's the alternative? If you give up. What are your options? Where will you be in your life? Adrift? Aimless? Imagine how you will make you feel. Perhaps there's a particular product or service that you've launched that's plainly not going to be the one that leads to extreme success. Regard it as nothing more than a detour detour on your journey to success. If you're an entrepreneur, and if you love creating products and you like promoting products that you think they're going to help people a lot, right? Why give up? You may have to adjust. You may have to shift directions a little bit. Okay? So let's move that. 
let's go. Mistakes happen. There's not a straight line to success. If you're going to hit, you're going to hit bumps in the road that will feel like mountains, but you can get over them. In fact, making mistakes is necessary to creating a successful company or relationship or whatever it is, right? If you're not making mistakes, you're not experimenting. You're not trying new approaches. You're not going anywhere. The key thing is to make sure that you learn from your mistakes. Right. Now, in a metaphysical, spiritual aspect of this whole subject matter, it is when you reach that wall and I'm not sure what to do. I'm not sure what to do, right? That's when you ask the universe, show me what to do next. Show me what to do next. Show me how, what's the next step on this journey of success? We've all heard stories about famous figures who have failed numerous times. Abraham Lincoln, for one, failed to win several positions before becoming president of the United States. Another example, Walt Disney had to close in a business to own a route to worldwide success. So you make a mistake. It's Mistakes happen. They're a learning process, okay? Oh, and just last year, the most – when while most – most Americans are relaxing on labor day. 64-year-old Diane Nyad became the first woman to swim the shark, shark, shark invested waters between Cuba and Key West, some 110 miles, without a cage for protection. She succeeded after a fifth te- attempt in 35 years. Her fifth attempt in 35 years. She had this goal. She didn't give up. She knew and somewhere inside of her she could do it and that she could learn from her mistakes and do it right the next time, right? Do, complete the task. Okay, so she succeeded after a fifth attempt in 35 years that says she learned something new from each one of her failed efforts. Okay, so we can get into some articles about some other successful people, but think about that. Mistakes happen. You may have to shift gears. You may have to adjust slightly, but if your ultimate goal is doing something, stick with it. The universe will never fail you. The universe will never let you down, but you have to continue to vibrate in a positive way. Next point, point three. You need passion in your life. I like this. If you give up on your dream, you're living a life unfulfilled. I can't imagine not being passionate about something. Do you really believe you can build a large company and help tens of thousands of people if you have a wishy-washy approach and don't feel strongly about your personal endeavors? If you don't have a mission, if you don't have a purpose, are you wasting potential? Live life with purpose and you will never be bored. Absolute conviction is everything. So the question, I guess, for everybody really is that you're living a life with purpose. Do you have a purpose? in whatever you're doing. Are you living your purpose? Have you found your purpose? The universe will help you find it. Source will always help you find it. In a prayerful, quiet, meditative state, I'm a little confused on my purpose. What is my purpose? Why am I here? And you'll get an answer. Obviously, you'll get an answer. Most of us know kind of what our purpose is and we live for our purpose but sometimes we get confused sometimes things end a job ends a company goes out of business Um, what we're doing for a living sometimes becomes obsolete right it's rekindling that purpose that passionate life okay number four anything can happen i love this because this is so true absolutely so true you know 
part of that, part of this, and I'll read the article. No, and this is from the Elite Daily is the name of the magazine. It's from EliteDaily.com. And Gorbarsh Shahal is the author of this. And this is from 2014. That's not that long ago, really. So, and I don't have a describe uh, too much information on the author, but that's all right. I like the material. See if it applies to you. If it does, good, cool, good. If it doesn't, so anything can happen, right? Don't give up today because the breakthrough you need, need might happen tomorrow. All of the hard work you invest in yourself will pay off in the long run. It may well be that you're running into a marathon instead, despite the fact that you were only expecting a short sprint. If you're at the point of giving up, give it another shot. Hail Mary exit exists for this. And then again, repeat this every day. You know, I, mean, I read a lot of articles about people that are successful, and it usually is they come down to the last few dollars in the bank. They kind of don't give up, but kind of surrender and say, okay, God, you know, if this is going to happen, make it happen. I'm, I, I'm out of... I'm, I give up controlling this whole situation. I just really give up control to let you do it. Once you learn to just let go, give up control, and let the universe bring to you what you need, what you want, what your desires are, your purpose, life becomes good, becomes simpler. Okay, the joy of success. Most of all, don't surrender. Most of all, don't surrender your precious dreams because one day you will achieve them. And then when you do, the ecstasy will make all of the agony so worthwhile. Imagine being able to celebrate with your family and your friends who've been rooting for you. Think about the pleasure you will, you will all feel. Now, there's an interesting point there. Surround yourself with people that believe in you. Surround yourself with people that say, yeah, you can do that. You don't want to be around people that say, yeah, you'll never achieve that. Now, why, why, do you th- why do you want to do that for? Are you wasting your time doing that? You want to be around people that celebrate you, celebrate who you are, saying, now you can achieve it. I know you can achieve it. You, you seem so driven to do this. You're so passionate about it. Of course you're going to achieve it, right? You really want that. Crossing the finish line and realizing that you've completed your goal will provide for an indescribable sense of accomplishment. So go for it. And don't quit because you certainly don't want to miss out on the experience of savoring the experience. Just keep going. You know that the reward, and it's not necessarily even a financial reward, it's an emotional reward at the other end, is well worth the effort. You know that. And and the, the effort of knowing and seeing and knowing people appreciate what you're doing, that the smiles on people's faces when they use or do, what use your product or your service and people thank you for offering it to them that in itself is a reward isn't it okay number six proving them wrong least but last but not least don't give the naysayers the satisfaction of seeing you give up on your dreams there's nothing wrong with wanting to pr- prove them wrong it's quite common to have dream stealers infiltrate your life. You know, parents are really good at that. Why do you want to do that for? 
Why do you want to follow that dream for? Why do you want to do that, right? Okay, it might be colleagues or business acquaintances or even sadly family and friends. They are ne- they are negative influences and so so seeds of doubt. You know, it's like with that expression Jesus once said, "Get behind me, Satan. Get behind me, those. Don't ignore them." I mean, you can talk to them about any other subject, but when you get into your goals and dreams and your mission in life and they start naysaying you, no, let it go. Move. You're going to prove them wrong. You're absolutely going to prove them wrong. I never forgot when I was trying to raise capital for my own precious previous business, Blue Lithium. There was a general partner of a big firm who lectured me for 10 minutes and said, your chances of success are pretty much zero. Of course, that only invigorated my drive. I can't help but wonder how he felt when I sold the company of 300 mil- for $300 million a year later. I was delighted to prove him wrong. Cheers to those who doubted the- you because, because eventually... They will have to be part of your dream. Dreams are essential for an entrepreneur. I think, you know, it'll leave that open to a lot of people. Most of us, everyone of us should have dreams and goals, whether it's tomorrow or a month from now or where you want to be. I mean, realistically, we should all have dreams, right? Dreams are essential. So the road is never an easy one, but it's absolutely worth it. Your dreams are only awake if you are. Well, we talk a lot about that, didn't we? So, Moving right along, okay. I don't know if you guys are hearing me or not. I don't know if we're logged on, if there's anybody there, but that's cool. I'm going to do it anyway, having fun with the show. i got about 20-something minutes to go. you got a lot of time if you want to call in. Let's get into success. Well, that's a couple different things, success stories, okay? And then we'll talk about people that, and, and these are perfect examples of not giving up, knowing they had a mission, knowing, knowing that they had a purpose. And so even though they were rejected, okay, J.K. Rowling. Now, a lot of people have heard this story before, but let's kind of go through it again and emphasize where she was before, before she was successful, right? J.K. Rowling had gotten, just gotten a divorce. Okay, that's a tough period to go through, right? It was on government aid. We, you know, we call it whatever we call it, unemployment or Social Security or whatever we call it here in England. It's different. It's, it's pretty much at the bottom of the barrel, right? She could barely feed her baby in 1994, just three years before the first Harry Potter book, Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stones, was published. When she was shopping it out, she was so poor she couldn't afford a computer and even the cost of photocopying of the 90,000-word novel, novel. So she manually typed out each version to send to her publishers. Okay, let's stop there for a moment. Let's think about that. Didn't say how many pub. Okay. It was rejected dozens of times until they found Bloomberg, a small local publisher, London publisher, Got a second, gave a second chance after CEO's eight-year-old daughter fell in love with it. You just never know, right? But she didn't give up. 
a 90,000 word novel that she had to type a numerous times to present to publishers. That's a lot of work, but she didn't give up. 90,000 words. That's a lot of words. And she couldn't afford photocopies, so she kept typing them and sending out copies. It's interesting how things come around to her. She kept doing it. She kept being persistent in a small company where her the CEO's eight-year-old daughter fell in love with it. Isn't that a beautiful story? So the, the idea is don't give up. Just keep going. You never know who's going to read your book, who's going to see your idea and go, hey, that's a great idea. Maybe I can help you with it. Or do you need some assistance in your idea? You need some marketing help in your idea. You have a great idea out there. So keep going, right? Stephen King, famous people who never give up. King was broke and struggling when he was trying to write, first trying to write. He lived in a trailer with his wife, also a writer, and they both worked multiple jobs to support their family while pursuing their craft. They were so poor, they had to borrow clothes for their wedding and had gotten rid of the telephone because it was too expensive. But he didn't give up. He had struggles. Obviously, he had struggles, financial struggles and other struggles, right? But he didn't give up on his dream. Okay, so King received so many rejection letters for his works that he developed a system for collecting them in his uh, book on writing he recalls by the time i was 14 the nail on my wall was so was would no longer support the weight of the rejection slip in slips impaled on it i replaced the nail with the spike and kept on writing he received 60 reje- rejections before selling his first short story the glass floor for 35 dollars even his now best-selling book, Carrie, wasn't a hit at first. After dozens of rejections, he finally sold it to a meager, for a meager advance to Doubleday Publishing, where the hardback copy sold only 13,000 copies. Not great. Soon after, though, Signet published signed up for the paperback writers for 400,000. 200,000 went to King success achieved but he was persistent he kept going he loved to write he kept creating stories you're not you're not necessarily a writer but you don't necessarily want to give up on your dream either right what did he say about his life he was so poor that they had to borrow clothes for the wedding are you in that bad of shape following your dream No, I don't think so. Jim Carrey. When Carrey was 14 years old, his father lost his job and his family hit rough times. They moved into a Volkswagen van on a relative's lawn. And the young aspiring comedian was so dedicated to his craft that he nailed his resume to the mailed his nailed, okay, to the Carol Burnett show just a few years earlier at age 10, took an eight-hour day factory job after school to bake, help bake ends meet. Okay, at age 15, Carey performed his comedy routine on stage for the Serbs for first time in a suit his mom made him and totally bombed, but he was undetermined. The next year at 16, he quit school to focus on comedy full time. He moved to L.A. shortly after, where he would park on Mulholland Drive every day and visualize his success. 
visualizing your success, right? One of these nights, he wrote himself a check for a $10 million for acting services rendered, and he dated it for Thanksgiving 1995. Just before that date, he hit his big paycheck with Dumb and Dumber. He put the deteriorated check, which he kept in his wallet the whole time, in his father's casket. I mean, you probably have heard some of these stories before, but he never gave up, right? He never gave up. He kept going. He had a dream. He had a vision. And he kept pursuing it. And the next one, okay, let me check back if anybody wants to talk to me. Okay, let's go on to the next one. These are cool stories. Tyler Perry. Tyler Tyler Perry had a, had a rough childhood. He was physically and sexually abused growing up. He got kicked out of high school and tried to commit suicide twice, once as a preteen and again at 22. At 23, he moved to Atlanta and took up odd jobs as he worked started working on his stage career. See, he was passionate about it, right? In 1992, he wrote, produced, and started his first period theater production. I know I've been changed. Somewhat informed by his difficult upbringing, Perry put all his savings into the show and it failed miserably. The run lasted just one weekend and only 30 people came to watch. He kept up with the production, working more odd jobs, often slept in his car to get by. Six years later, Perry finally broke through when on his seventh run, the show became a success. <clears throat> That's believing in yourself. That's just knowing that you're going to get there, right? He's since gone on to have an extremely successful career as a director, writer, and actor. In fact, Perry was named Forbes' highest paid man in entertainment in 2011. I'm going to skip some of these, and I'm going to go to, I think one I think would be really interesting is Shania Twain, because she's a country, Canada, country singer from Canada, right? Twain's career actually began more out of necessity than raw ambition. Her parents divorced when she was two, and she rarely, rarely saw her father. Her mom and her stepfather, to whom she grew close, often couldn't make enough to get by. So Twain started singing in bars to make extra money when she was just eight years old. She recalls her mother waking up her up at all hours to get up and perform. Sadly, when she was 21, her mother and stepfather were killed in a head-on car accident with a logging truck on the highway. Twain put her career on hold to step in care for her three younger siblings. But she put it on hold. Doesn't mean that she gave up. Didn't mean that she stopped. She just knew that there was a timing issue that she would get back to it, right? And who were in their teens at the time? She sang in resorts and put off going after big time started until her sister and brothers were old enough to care for themselves. Only once when her older youngest brother graduated from high school did she feel okay heading down to Nashville to pursue her career. What do you think? Success. Sometimes it takes time to success. Sometimes you can't live up, let go of the goal, the dream, right? You just keep moving forward. You let the obstacles be there. You work through them, and you continue to pursue what you want to pursue. 
So I, we're going to skip that next section of that, and we'll go into another article. And I'll t- check back with you folks. Okay. Yeah, I know today's show was all kind of messed up. I couldn't get into the studio right away. So that's why I started the show a few minutes later. Later, I couldn't log on. Now, this week, I will be here today. Well, I'm actually setting up the show three days a week, one hour a day. Monday, Wednesday, Fridays. Consistently Monday, Wednesday, Fridays for an hour show. So if you want to call in, if you want to be prepared, I'm off either Tuesday when Tuesdays or Thursdays anyway for some other personal reasons. But I thought, yeah, let's just make it. Let's make the show three days a week, an hour each. And it extends it a little bit further. It takes more calls. And so it's Monday, Wednesday, and Friday from 2 o'clock Pacific Daylight Standard Time and for an hour. So give you more chance to call in. So let me go back to successful stories. Ten success stories of people who've refused to quit pursuing their dreams. Now, you can look up individual, these individual people yourself. But this kind of gives you a little quick highlight of where they started and where they ended up at. And, and you can look into their their stories themselves. But I thought these were interesting because that they started, not everybody starts with a lot of money. Not everybody's given an inheritance of millions of dollars and they go out and build a business, right, or be successful. Mark Cuban, until 25, a bartender at his own bar, currently the Dallas Mavericks owner, entrepreneur, and billionaire. He started a business and he sold a a computer-related business. Work like there's someone working 24 hours a day Work like there is someone working 24 hours a day. It will take all away, take it all away from you. So you know what's what's another way of putting what he just said? Always look over your shoulder a little bit. Always look. Continue to pursue it. Continue to follow your dreams. Continue to follow your goals. I don't necessarily like the negative tone there, but continue to do it. Susie Orman, until 30, a waitress. Currently a financial guru, best-selling author, and motivational speaker. Now, it doesn't say that she started off working for one of the large accounting firms in financial management. She, until the age of 30, she was a waitress. Somewhere along the line, it kicks, she kicked into this idea, I can help a lot of other people with their finances. I can, I can do that. So that's where she kicked into her dream. When you're grateful, when you can see what you have, you unlock blessings to flow in your life, Susie. So, 30 years old, waitress, and she went there. So, it's never too late to start. Well, let's do some more, a little bit more about people who jump into it. Harrison Ford, until his 30s, a carpenter, right? Actor. Me, he might have dabbled in acting, but... He, he he kept his day job, but he kept going. He kept dreaming of what? You have to have the darkness for the dawn to come. Darkness could have been, he probably enjoyed being a carpenter for a period of time, right? Hezman Norzad, until his 30s, a rug dealer, currently one of the most successful angel investors in Silicon Valley. 
The Silicon Valley Cinderella story. A man who helps other people by investing in them. Where did he start? He was a rug dealer into his 30s. At some point, he kicked into, okay, this is what I need to do. Matt Majo Bakgawa, I pronounced that badly, but yeah, okay. Until 30, a taxi driver and monk, currently billionaire entrepreneur, founder of Five Hour Energy. Working hard is way more fun. See, he loved what he did, and he came up with these great ideas. And he started late too. Most of these people are starting a little bit later. You know, sometimes we, you, you know, it takes to you get to you get in your thirties, to you realize, oh, this is what I want to do. And then sometimes it takes time after that. You really don't figure it out. Okay, so we talked about J.K. Rowling, so we're not going to do there her again. Ang Lee, Ang Lee, film director, until thirty-one, a jobless house husband. Currently, the first Asian director to win an Oscar, Golden Globe, BAFTA, or for Best Director, the only director to win Golden Bear and Golden Lion multiple times. That's interesting, huh? Okay, let's read his quote. That was the lowest point in my life. We've just had our second son, and I went to collect them from the hospital. I went to the bank to try to get some money to buy some diapers. The screen showed I had $26 left. He went from $26 to a very successful man because he didn't give up on his dream. He knew he could do it. He knew he could put stories on a screen and entertain people, right? Armando Ortega, until age 30, a straight, a shirt street helper, currently the fourth richest person in the world, founder of Zera. Okay. okay. It's interesting that these people, when they reach their 30s, and or maybe even a little bit later, suddenly realize, this is what I want to do. Okay, Mary Kay Ash, until 45, sold books and home home goods door-to-door, eventually became the founder of Mary Kay Cosmetics, one of the most influential business women in American history. Don't let the negatives of life control you. Raise above them. Use them as your stepping stones to go higher than ever dreamed possible. That's her quote. Yeah, don't let the negatives. She didn't, she didn't give up. These people did not give up. Okay. Next one, Ray Kroc. And I saw a movie about Ray recently, which was really a cool movie. With Michael Keaton. Uh, I think it was called The Founder. But let's, let's, let me read a little bit about Ray. Until 52, sold paper cups and milkshake mixers. And eventually became the founder of McDonald's and built into the most successful fast food chain in the world. If you work just for money, you'll never make it. But if you love what you're doing, success will be yours. He, and according to the movie, and it was kind of fascinating, he really got into doing it. He, in, in this concept of McDonald's and how it was laid out, he really got involved in, 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 in the business and loving that business. So that's, to him, is really inspiring to do. So we're almost out of time. 
I'm glad I got a chance to talk to you about this a little bit. Do some quotes. Okay, we talked about the seven stories and and seven reasons not. What? Okay, there's another article, but I'm not going to get into it because it's too long. Don't have the time for it. Only have five minutes left. Would like you to, if anybody wants to call in, four minutes. So let me do an Abraham quote because it kind of relates to our material today. Uh, yes. Okay. Okay, it's not going to, well, you know, computer is just being just just really difficult today, right? Okay, so let me do my computer thing. I was going to read the Abraham quote for you. Can you believe what's going on in this world? And there's all of this. All of this sexual harassment. Okay, so I wanted to do one quote. Probably got my computer back to everything. And this is from 1998. This is from a workshop in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. There's not something you're supposed to do. There's not something that you should do. There's only that which you are inspired to do. And how do you get inspired except by the contrast? It's the life experience that gives you the idea of desire. And then as you focus upon the desire, the energy flows. It's much like the people we've been talking about. How did they do? They, they saw what they didn't like. You know, everybody, great inventors see a problem. And they go, well, I'm going to solve that problem. They see the contrast. This is not working. I want an easier way to peel potatoes or do things or make this or make that. They go, oh, I can do that. So they get challenged into doing something. And if they're creative and they're designing, love to design, they'll make something. We work from problems. We see a problem. We ask for a solution to move past the problem and to accomplish things in our lives. So it's difficult. So contrast, things that you don't want, you see in the world around you, you suddenly realize, okay, this is what I do want. And then you let go and let the universe bring to you what you do want. Very simple, very straightforward, but that's how it works. It's the law of attraction in principle. Oh, well, I, this has been a rather interesting show. This has been fun. It's been different, absolutely different, a little bit of hiccups computer hiccups, but we got through most of it. Now, again, I mentioned that I will be here on Wednesday and Friday of this week. Well, I have no idea what the themes will be on those particular days. We'll get messages for you from your ancestors or your spirit guides. We'll get into whatever's going on in your life. If I can help you individually, if you find what I'm presenting to you of benefit, you can contact me through my email address, my phone number, or my website. 
and we can get into an individual session and the prices are listed there and it's it's helping you coaching you really it's really about coaching you that's what i call myself a spiritual life coach so i'm relying on my spirit guides to guide you to get where you want to help you to achieve your particular goals your particular dreams and get past whatever obstacles that you unintentionally and sometimes even intentionally put in your way so that's that's my job so I'd love to help you okay I'd love to be able to help you to get to that next place in your life and to achieve your goals and that's really what it's all about isn't it achieving what we want to achieve making making our lives as prosperous and fun as possible putting the fun back into our lives put our, our fun back into what whatever we're doing in life so please contact me love to help you love to give you inspiration from spirit on how you can achieve your goals and maybe look at changing some beliefs that about yourself or the goals that you want to achieve that make make it easier to get there so I love you guys I will be back on Wednesday. Have a beautiful day, and we'll we'll chat soon. Bye now.